Hey, let's talk football. Just kidding. I'm talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Skip ahead to something else. Uh, I'm about. I posted some other stuff uh, earlier. I recorded other stuff earlier, and I'm going to post that. And it's just about wrestling and bullshit and turkey and hugging and you know, it's it's the usual nonsense. Uh, yeah. So evidently, I guess I, I guess the according to the to the testimony in the trial. Uh, he was not driven across state lines by his mother, even though that's what it was. I, but I, I doubt nobody would just change their story for for the sake of not going to jail. It's never happened in the history of anything. So I'm sure uh, that he was just staying with a friend uh, that night. Uh, nevertheless, he was 17 years old, uh, had a firearm that he was not legally allowed to purchase, and somebody purchased his friend who was 18 purchased it for him. And then Rittenhouse paid for it. So that's that's the loot. Like people who are like, hey, what? the verdict was fair because he didn't have anything. He didn't do like these people are so dumb that they think nothing bad happened. That he was totally at, whether he drove across state lines or not. Whether his stupid bitch mother drove drove him there or not. Who cares? It was a stupid bitch friend who gave him the gun. And then he went, oh, but he wanted to be a medic. He, he wants to be an EMT. Well, actually, he told people on the night of the shooting that he was an EMT. So he's a fucking liar. Um, there's video of him uh, punching girls. So he's a super sack of shit. Like, he is a violent, fucking insane person. Uh, but, you know, he's just a good boy. He's just a good little boy. Just wanted to go and help. He just wanted to go to the protest and help the people, medical attention, and do nice things for people. He's a misunderstood nice little boy. Just because he punches girls doesn't mean he's a fucking sociopath, psychopath. Doesn't mean he's got fucking violent tendencies. No, he's just a good little boy. Just because he's a 17-year-old kid with a just with a little uh, AR-15 doesn't mean he's bad. He's just misunderstood. And so he went, so he's just having a sleepover. He was just having a nice little sweepover with a little friend. And then he went to just see what all the, all the commotion was about. He thought maybe it was just a fun parade. And he was going to go help the people, give them medical attention, CPR. And that's why he brought a gun, because that's what you do when you go to help people. You bring your guns. Fuck, it's fucking batshit. <sighs> This day was going so goddamn well. <laughs> uh, I have to just rant about this. And then, and you know, if you look at people's, people are just crazy. People are just fucking crazy. Uh, I don't know, man. They're, they love this kid. Pieces of shit everywhere love this Rittenhouse kid. If you love this kid, you're a piece of shit. I want to be very clear. If you have an like, okay, I know you could you you know if you're arguing like the legal the legalities and and that sort of thing, that's that's one thing. But if you're thinking that this kid is a fucking, it's it's one thing to be like, yeah, you know, the prosecution was pretty weak. I I won't really argue with that. Uh, and then you say, oh, and you know. <laughs> There's a number of things that you can, a number of technical things that you can say that are not false. The problem is that people are thrilled 
with this outcome because they truly think that this kid did nothing wrong. He brought a fucking firearm to a fucking protest, a dangerous protest, and he murdered two people. Not great people, but that's not what's on trial here, whether or not they were good people, bad people, this, that, or the other thing. He went to a he went to a dangerous area underage he should after curfew there was a curfew imposed after i don't 9 p.m. 8 p.m. whatever it was uh so legally he shouldn't have been on the street legally he shouldn't have been in possession of that firearm and factually he shot two people and they died and he's completely free completely off the hook from murdering two people. I don't know what's going to happen in his life, but I hope it's miserable. I hope everything that happens to him sucks. Yeah, again, people, you don't need to remind that the, that the victims that he murdered were less than savory characters. Uh, pedophilic fucking, you know, at least one of them was. Uh, again, that's something that they should have been tried for in a courtroom and then locked up forever to rot in prison or what have you. Not <laughs> eliminated as a result of street vigilantism by a child with no dick and even fewer brains and a fucking assault rifle. It's an assault rifle. So you go fuck yourself. Because by the de- the gun people, by their definition, there's no such thing as an assault rifle. And you say like, oh, AK-47 or an AR-15 or this one or that one, they're assault rifles. And they're, no, uh-uh, it's not. You're wrong. That's not. You don't know anything about guns. Yes, that's correct. I don't because it's not of any interest to me whatsoever because it's a fucking freaky weird thing to be like, you know, that interested in. But, uh, yeah, it's good fun. You know, cops cheered him on. Hey, go go get him, pal. Go bust some skulls, buddy. And then he kills two people, and then he's going to walk free. And, uh, oh, I hope it doesn't. I hope things in all these cities do not. Uh, Kenosha in particular and surrounding areas, I hope it doesn't end up happening what seems like will probably happen tonight and all weekend and uh, for who knows how long it's gonna happen i mean that's <laughs> you know just as we knew that this kid was going to walk free which was pretty evident from the get-go i mean completely you know as soon as before i even saw this numbskull judge uh when they <laughs> when they selected i mean it was just a bunch of uh I don't know, just a bunch of white people on the on the jury and only one black as the as this fucking racist piece of shit judge would say. Uh yeah, you knew it was not going to be good. That's not to say that it should have been, you know, I think juries should have uh, in, in, in any of these kind of cases, why why would it all just be all white people? Well, there's a good reason why. White people love uh, little 
fucking kids who are racist murderers. Oh, and they said, he's not a racist. No, he's just like, he's in tons of pictures with the Proud Boys, giving the fucking Proud Boy white power. But he's not a racist. Just like he's not a murderer. He's just a helpful guy. The fucking level of delusion is staggering. But that's that's what we've had for fucking four or five years. It's just delusion. Thinking that like a pathological uh, liar, narcissist, sociopath in the office of president is like a, a fine upstanding guy. And you know, people, people posting like pictures of him, like hugging Jesus and with Rambo and holding assault rifles. It's like your, your mind is just not well. If you're into these things, like really your mind is, is not well <laughs> to be wrapped up, to be wrapped up that much in any politician you have you have a, a disorder like if I, imagine like if i came out and i saw somebody had a truck and it had flags with joe biden on it and joe biden had like was superimposed was photoshopped onto a fucking rambo uh muscle man body and uh and then there were pictures if i saw people on facebook with pictures of like Jesus, you know, Biden sitting in the Oval Office and Jesus blessing him. If I saw people, if I went camping and people set up their campsites and they had just like Biden flags all over the place, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get a fucking life. And that's what people don't understand of the last four years. They're like, you won, get over it. It's like, yeah, we are. We're not saying that he didn't, even though he didn't win the popular vote uh, both times. Uh, but we don't like we have to go around waving flags about our like it's never happened before. And now this is I think what's happened is like Trump's gone and they have to find other people to replace him. And so this Rittenhouse kid and they're just as delusional with this kid thinking that he's some fucking great patriotic fucking hero who just wants to help people. And they, they watch his fake crocodile tears. Like, it's bullshit. And they, they, they fucking buy into it. Because people are just stupid. Uh, and American people are a very special kind of stupid. And the good news is I'm never running for office. And if I did, I would be okay if these comments came back to haunt me. I want, I want the American public to know uh, that in my bid for president, I want you to know I think very little of most of you. I have a very, very low opinion of most of you. I did long before Kyle Rittenhouse or Donald Trump or any Tucker, Tucker Carlson or anybody else came into uh, the picture here. Uh, I've had a very low op- opinion of you for a very long time. Because I've been surrounded by you for a very long time. And so now, uh, yeah, so now this kid's just, uh, that's it. You know, just a good, and then when you see the New York Times with like these posts about like this kid is like, Kyle Rittenhouse just wants to help people. And he just wants to be a lifeguard. And he just wants to be an EMT. But on that fateful night, he found himself in a precarious situation. He found himself no, he brought himself to the precarious situation. He inserted himself. Uh, <laughs> he inserted himself uh, rather, 
rather intentionally, rather forcefully into that situation with a piece of machinery whose only purpose is to destroy lives, to literally take lives. He was there to help who? The police? (laughs) With their millions of dollars of weaponry and riot gear? I mean, clearly, because they were the ones cheering him on in this fucking backwards-ass Twilight Zone nightmare scenario where, yeah, some high school kid can just take a big fucking fat gun and walk past the police, and they're like, yeah, man, that way. (laughs) That way to the danger. Go, youngster. So, yeah, this is, uh, it's really bad. It's, um, people are like, oh, it's a, the justice system has failed. Well, yeah, I mean, the justice system itself is a, is a fucking farce. It actually succeeded because it's sort of set up to do what it's been doing. I don't think, I, I think we have this naivete that like, it's supposed to be fair to everyone, <laughs> but it's not. It's supposed to be fair to certain people who look a certain way and that's how it's been. That's how it is. That's how it's going to be for the foreseeable future. And therefore it succeeded because it, uh, what, what is a failure? What is a success? Failure is when you are not able to set out and accomplish what you intended to do. And success is the opposite of that. You play a football game. If you lose, you failed. If in fact you were intending to win, maybe you weren't. Maybe you went out there and said, God, I hope we lose. Then I guess you succeeded. Great job. Uh, but the justice system is is really there to protect certain folks and be extraordinarily unreasonably harsh to others, which is why people who had, like, I don't know, sold weed 20 years ago are still locked up in prison. And why this fuck face, this droopy faced fuck, I'm looking at his stupid face right now. This droopy faced little fucking simpleton, this little bitch is going to walk free. He's not going to have a fun time ahead of him, though. I mean, that's the good news. He'll need to. <laughs> Boy, if you thought uh, Steve Bartman was bad back in 2003 in the. <laughs> <laughs> in that Cubs game. Ooh. Yeah. That guy caught a baseball and he had to go into hiding. <laughs> but then again, then again, uh Kyle Rittenhouse, I think more people I think more people hate Bartman for catching that ball than hate Kyle Rittenhouse for murdering two people. Because that's that's just how it is for some reason. So yeah, cool, good, fun, great, awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's it's funny. I didn't expect to be as enraged as I was, because I knew. I think we all knew this was coming. Again, when when the judge uh, makes it known that there's only the black, and then everyone else is white, all white jury, and then the one the black. And, uh, you know, dismisses the, the weapons charge, talks to the kid like he's his, like he's his adopted son, like he's, you know, big brothers, big sisters. 
uh, has the kid, here, your little sport, you want to pick the, here's the little tumbly ball thing, and you can pick the jurors out of the little tumbly ball thing. That fucking judge, man. Uh, it's crazy, right? Like, where, like, this is, and then you, and then when you see somebody like this, this Schroeder, this Schroeder, Schrodinger, whatever, bald fuckface. Uh, when you see this Schroeder, Schrodinger, Scrotum, when you see Judge Scrotum, because his head does look like a ball, uh, when you see Judge Scrotum uh, just, you know, being so, so welcoming and nice and just so gentle with the little, with the little sweet little boy who murdered two people, it's so nice to see, like a father and son. And, uh, yeah, when you see that shit happen and you see the way that it's all playing out and you're saying, yeah, this kid, this kid is absolutely walking out of this thing and he ain't walking out of here with handcuffs on and an orange jumpsuit. He's getting the fuck out of here. He'll be home in time for dinner to play some PlayStation. He'll have a fucking whatever GoFundMe he was able to raise before, you know, with his, with his good buddies, you know, great, really great people like Kevin Sorbo and Ricky Schroeder and Scott Baio, who are just big fans, big, big fans of Rittenhouse. Uh, yeah, with friends like that, my God. Um, I, You know, the kid's going to be like a multimillionaire probably by the end of the weekend if he's not already. Uh, you know, he'll start a GoFundMe for his legal fees and stuff like that. And all of these conservative groups will... Well, just it'll just come flooding in. This kid will be fucking president someday. I mean, my God. What a scumbag. What a total piece of shit. What a total fucking farce. Uh, and then, isn't it? But it's crazy. Like, this is the world we live in where people think this guy is a hero. And they're fucking, they want to cancel Muppets from Sesame Street. Like, this guy actually went out to the street and murdered two people, and he is their hero. Big Bird wants you to get a life-saving vaccine, and he's a fucking communist piece of shit, indoctrinating our kids, you fucking yellow piece of shit. They are, they are lunatics. It's fucking, it's crazy. What happened? Conservative talk radio happened. I mean, truly. I've said this before. I used to listen to that shit. I thought it was funny and it was entertaining. And I thought like, oh, this is like crazy. And I, and I used to think to myself like, oh, this would be crazy if they actually like meant all the stuff that they're saying. Like what a, what a sap I was. Like wouldn't it be crazy if like people actually took these guys. Man, I'm glad, I'm glad nobody takes these people seriously because we'd have like all kinds of problems in this country. I remember listening to Michael Savage and with my dad in the car one time. My dad was like, this guy is dangerous. And I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, nobody takes him seriously. He's like, no, there's a lot of people who are going to take this guy seriously. And he was, he would just sit there screaming about like, I mean, it's the same kind of shit that people say today about like, you know, fighting. They use the key words, you know, fight back, fight, fight back against the liberal tyranny. This is the same, you know, it's the same fucking talking points. The liberals want it to be like Nazi Germany, and the only way to make that, to keep that from happening is we have to fight back. And they say this shit, and I listen to it, and I'm like, I'm just such a dope 
that I'm just like, nobody could actually, that's my thing. I was so foolish that I thought nobody could actually mean this. Nobody could actually say this and mean this. It's just, it has to be just for entertainment. And it's like, to me, maybe from a lifetime of watching pro wrestling, I just thought like, it's a character. It's a whole gimmick. It's a whole character. And I was getting a kick out of it. I didn't take any of it seriously. I didn't think it was like anything. But then I realized like, yeah, but there's, most people are stupid. And so the people listening to these kind of people, Limbaugh, Savage, Hannity, Levin, Ingram, she was, I, I listened to her too. And I just, I remember I, like listening to her and just thinking like, God, it, it, it's just hard to listen. Like say, Mark Levin, I couldn't listen to at all because his voice is just insufferable. Because he just sounds like this and then yells all the time about this and about the liberals. And it's like, who can listen to this guy? What a fucking jackass. Another ball head. Fucking testicle head, Mark Levin. And then, and then, and then Laura Ingram talks like this all the time. It's, it's like the fucking, if fucking Charlie Brown's grandmother became a fucking political pundit, that's, that's Laura Ingram. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, these guys are fucking, you know, it's really stupid, but no, nobody's taking them seriously. I remember having, like, talking to my very good friend and his wife, and I was like, uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Like, nobody actually believes this stuff. And they, and my best friend and his wife and my wife all kind of looked at each other like, eh, eh, eh. And then I kind of started to think about it. I'm like, ooh, do people take him seriously? Oh, Yes, they do. And after years and years, you know, and it doesn't just happen overnight. It takes years. It takes decades. And here we are now where it all of all of these years of, you know, conservative talk radio and just shitting on 50 percent of the population, which didn't used to happen. You know, you argue, oh, I don't you know, oh, you Democrats, you just want to tax everybody. Oh, you Republicans, you just want to benefits for the rich. And just things like that. And it's like, eh. You know, and at the end of the day, we all just kind of live together. <laughs> and don't really think too much of it. And I don't care who's, you know, you're Democrat, you're Republican, whatever. And then, and then it gets just, and then I think what happens is the radio talk show hosts realize like, ooh, I can get more listeners if I really double down on this shit. If I'm really more intense about this if I really take it to the next level and then go five or six levels past that, take a right and then go 10 more levels past that and really double down and really make it seem like not just that they have bad ideas and bad policies, but that they are a cancer, a poisonous cancer to our Republic and must be stopped, must be wiped out, must be flushed out at all costs at any costs. We must fight back against liberal tyranny. That's what these people do. And they get, and then the suckers listen and they're like, yeah, uh-huh. that sounds right. They are going to take our guns, even though they've never done that. They will, though, even though they're not right now. Barack Obama had eight years to take my guns. He didn't. Bill Clinton had eight years to take my guns. He didn't. But they're going to. Because the radio said so. Radio, the man on the radio said so. And so after all these decades, then you just have a human 
you know, it's like when they have those AI thing, you know, AI uh, poetry or whatever, when they, you know, they program a computer to just write poems and they sound so funny, but it's close, but it's not quite there. Enter Donald Trump, who is clearly has spent a long time, you know, if you want to know what he does in his free time, which he's always had plenty of because he's not actually doing anything, uh, he's listening to talk radio. Clearly, he's watching Fox News. Unless they say something critical of him, then they're fucking liberal communist Fox News. <laughs> and so, after all these years of the Rush Limbaugh and the Levin and the Sean Hannity and the Savage and all these guys... And Fox News since the 90s, uh, they have officially gotten to the point where they pe- people think like, yeah, the liberals are evil and they're going to come for your guns and they just want to kill your babies and, they're, and they just want to take all your money and just give it to all the lazy bums, <laughs> which none of that is true. Uh, but they're incapable of nuance, and that's that's what you know. That's what makes it so digestible. These shows, these political shows, or they're not even political. They're just these brainwash, these Alex Jones and Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh, blah 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 blah. All these fuckers. Um, they have people thinking that this is true because those shows are completely free of any nuance. They're free of any critical. Uh, analysis of anything. It's just the same talking points. I've said this before. Listen to Sean Hannity. I mean, don't. But listen to Sean Hannity today. Today's probably a bad example because you talk about Rittenhouse, but like uh, just a normal Sean Hannity broadcast. And then go back and say, you know, try to find, go on YouTube or something and try to find an archive show from 2007. You won't be able to tell the difference. You won't know other than, yeah, he might refer to something topical in the news, you know, he'll say President Bush or President Obama. I mean, that's how you know it. But otherwise, listen, listen to the rhetoric, listen to the things. These, they're all, it's the same thing repeated over and over and over for decades. It's fucking, it is fucking brainwashing. And then you get to a point where it's like, and then it manifests itself in uh, a public fig- figure who has, you know, himself digested all of those same concepts, who is a, you know, who was born a racist, uh, whose father was a fucking racist. And this guy just goes out there and says, you know what? I am going to just repeat all the shit that, like, everything Donald Trump said when he was running in 2015 and 2016. Everything he said was right out of like Michael Savage. That's all he would he Michael Savage has a book called Borders, Language, and Culture. That's like 20 years old at this point. He would talk about it on his show. Borders language. He would say that over and over and over again. And how you needed to have, you know, we one language, one culture, and a and a border and a wall and keep everybody out. And Donald Trump would be on his show all the time, too. <laughs> Herman Cain was on it. Before anybody knew who Herman Cain was, he was on the Michael Savage show. Mitt Romney used to go on the Michael Savage. I mean, he is, nobody ever talks about him, but he is probably the most dangerous of any of these guys. I think people like to just pretend he doesn't exist. 
which is kind of it's like the it's you know like the thing about the devil the devil's greatest trick is you know uh, devil's greatest achievement or whatever i'm i'm going to misquote but you know tricking everyone into thinking that he doesn't exist and michael savage's greatest achievement is that he's like he's consistently been like the number 1 or 2 uh radio host of the last 15 years and yet you ne- nobody ever mentions him Everyone mentions Limbaugh, mentions Hannity because Hannity's on television and all that stuff, and and Savage just floats under the radar, and then you hear Donald Trump and he sounds just like Michael Savage, almost verbatim, like a puppet, like a fucking meat puppet, and he's talking about the Mexicans, this, and the, and the Muslims are that, and. All these things that are right out of those playbooks, and then here he is, and then and now everybody—it's a human manifestation of three decades of conservative talk radio come to life, and so now, <laughs> and so now he's no longer president, and a bunch of people, a lot of the same people who think that vaccines are deadlier than a deadly disease also think that Kyle Rittenhouse, a little white kid who went someplace to some protests and shot and killed two people, think that he is some kind of great kid who just wanted to save people and got stuck in a real bad, you know, that's, those are the people they think are the victims, the fucking predators, (laughs) the assailants. That's who people think are the victims. And it's the craziest thing. They think that they think that Trump, who has, I mean, God, look at the look at the allegations against him from all, like, everywhere he's ever been. People that he's fucked out of, you know, golf courses, who have taken him to court, and women uh, who have sued him for any number of things, for, for sexual assault, rape charges, things like that. Uh, and nobody says anything. And then there's like some some shots of Joe Biden uh, with his hands on a girl's shoulder, and and they're like, "Look at this pervert!" Oh, he whispered, he just whispered into her ear. What a fucking pedophile! Yeah, there's a tape of Donald Trump bragging about how he likes to grab women by the pussy. Nothing. And then there's weird like weird Uncle Joe sniffing somebody, which is you know not. Is it really? Is he really just like he's going around sniffing? I don't think so. Like, oh, look at this perv. Gross. What a fucking pedophile. There's pictures of Donald Trump with that Epstein all over the place. Partying and dancing and girls and all this stuff. Videos and pictures of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein having a good old time together. And they're like, ah, yeah, typical Bill Clinton going to pervert island with Jeffrey Epstein to rape children. Okay, is that who was in all those videos and pictures? There, there's a there's a crazy, crazy level of delusion. A crazy level, like a mentally unwell, dangerous, holy fuck balls level of delusion, and that's why we are where we are, and that's why people are applauding that this kid is going to walk free. That was the great thing about the OJ trial. 
We didn't actually, there was no, there's no video, there's no nothing. This guy went and killed his wife and killed this poor bastard from a restaurant. And those two are never coming back. We didn't, we didn't see it. There's no pictures of it. There's no videos of it. He fucking did it. And of course, you know, the glove didn't fit. You must have quit. And he gets acquitted. And really kind of the whole... The whole nation was like, wow, fucking OJ, what a piece of shit. Everybody, that was the nice thing about the 90s. We all came together in solidarity to say OJ is a fucking murderous piece of shit. We all just came together and said that because it was true. No video of it, but it's a little, we're still looking for the real killer, aren't we? OJ's out there in the golf course every day looking for the killer. Every single day. And he hasn't found him yet. This killer's hiding out on some golf course somewhere in, in Las Vegas, somewhere in California, wherever the fuck OJ is. He can't find him. It's crazy. He just I, he probably just needs to go try out more golf courses and find this guy. Find this kid. So, so, but now we've got people, like a kid who who actually did. There's no... Uh, and and I know that's not the trial. The trial is not did he murder people because everybody knows yes he did. The trial is did he act in self defense. So it's it's not a full apples to apples with OJ. I I realize that, but <laughs> it's still pretty amazing. And that's why I say you can get into the technicalities of it and say. Yeah, I guess you could argue whether or not he's a fucking good kid or not. I don't. I don't know how you see him as anything but a piece of shit. That's the first thing I don't understand. There's videos of him punching a girl. Like, violently punching a girl before, you know, you know, and kids step in and stop, you know, this angry little prick. This little fat-faced fuckface. Uh, punching a girl. And we know for a fact that he murdered two people. And he's just a terrible kid. So... Just the idea that anybody would want to hire him as their intern or thinks he's a good kid. You could think, uh, you can think that he acted in self-defense. Okay, fine. Think that. You can think that he didn't. But to think that he is anything but a total sack is where, that's where things are fucked up. And half of the people are like, you know, somebody, somebody on Facebook just posted the verdict, just a picture, a screenshot of the verdict which it's like you it's the same shit it's like this person this is somebody who has i've known for a long time who has perpetually craved attention cannot survive without attention every picture every post is a selfie and yes i know all of my posts announcing here's a new podcast is a selfie cuz i don't know what else to post i'm not a creative person so i just it's just a picture of me hey here's a picture of me go listen to the podcast but this person will be like, I'm at the store and they're out of soup. And it's a picture of them, you know, with a sad face. It's a picture of them in the car with like a, an inquisitive face. Like, why is it that the... And it's just, it's nonstop selfie, selfie, selfie all the time. This person is one of the most, like, never been an intelligent person. Not stupid. Not like, you know, not a super genius. Um, but 
always, you know, going back as long as I've known this person, very, very much in love with themselves. Very, very much so. And and loves the attention, loves to stir shit. So I would just post without without any editorial comment. Here's the here's the verdict of the trial, and then you get to see you really pretty much get an idea of where they where they fall because all of the friends who you know suddenly there's like twenty little lovey heart emojis at the verdict of the Rittenhouse thing. You're like whoa, heart. I mean, I guess you know a thumbs up. Like okay, I didn't think that I thought the kid acted in self defense and should get a second. Okay, if you think that, you think that fine. But a heart emoji is like you're you're saying a lot with that lovey little heart thing, uh, and it it just makes me it's like wow it's hard not to just scratch your head and like oh my god and for every Black Lives Matter protester who's outside the courthouse all day there's there's a there's a Rittenhouse person aka proud aka proud boy uh, and you know. Let's be honest, racist, I'm sure. Because uh, the kid, again, Rittenhouse is a racist. They say that the media painted him unfairly as a racist. Well, okay. I know there's, there's no video of him lighting crosses on fire. Uh, and so I guess you could argue to what degree. Uh, and you could certainly argue that maybe he's just making that okay sign that a lot of racists happen to make and like to be pictured making. And he was, you know, standing next to them uh, with a shirt that said, what does it say, free as fuck? I mean, this is a fucking dirt bag. This is a total dirt bag, sack of shit. And people are so far gone that they think, again, to think that he should be acquitted, not acquitted, I don't know. That's your thing. And I'm not a lawyer, so I, fine. But to think that he's a hero and to be applauding the decision, it makes you it makes you a piece of shit too, just like him.